0: Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new to the community, I am the founder and host, Ms. Genesis Amaris Kemp. And with me today in the hot seat is Jonathan Drayton. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about who Jonathan is, and we're going to dive into his segment. So here we go, y'all. Jonathan Drayden is a triple major in college. See, y'all? Philosophy, history, and political science. He loves Jesus, and he loves to unpack the Word of God through these perspectives and evaluate how we can use the Word of God to maneuver through life. Of course, we live our life on levels and arrive in stages, and therefore, we ought to pursue being like Jesus every day. He has a willingness to learn from others and hear what they have to say. So with that note, we're going to dive into the connection segment so you can learn a little bit more about Jonathan personally and professionally. So Jonathan, are you in the mood for an icebreaker or a rapid fire game?
1: I like the rapid fire game.
0: Okay, y'all. We're playing rapid fire with Jonathan and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question numero uno. What is your favorite scripture?
1: Mm -hmm. It's a tough one. Oh, that's a tough one. Okay. Okay. I love. Ooh, this is tough. <laughs> so many pop in my head. I gotta pick one, just one. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me stop prolonging the process. Let's go with. Let's go with. Okay, okay, okay. I gotta pick one. Okay, let's go with. Let's go with Hebrews chapter eleven, verse four. Faith is the substance of the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Go with that one.
0: Okay, question two, what's one word to describe you? Driven. Question three, favorite color? Brown. Question four, we are in the month of black history. Do you celebrate black history or do you feel like it's everyday history?
1: It's everyday history.
0: Question five, if you could trade places with anyone in the world, would you trade places for 24 to 72 hours or remain yourself
1: oh i would have to trade places with someone couldn't be myself now who Ooh, okay denzel washington
0: okay so we'll use that as question no we'll be fair we'll keep that as five question six if you could have lunch or dinner with any person past or present who would it be and why
1: Paul, because I, you know, I love the New Testament, the New Testament. I know he's, you know, had his hand in writing it. So I would love to sit down and talk with him.
0: Seven, as a podcast host yourself, what's one thing you love about podcasting?
1: The connections that you make with other people that either share in your faith or don't believe in your faith. But I always think through conversation, you learn more and more about your perspective or how much you know about, you know, your belief, and then you learn more about, more and more about what shapes the other person's worldview
0: question eight name one thing in your life that you have done that others would have thought was crazy but it actually built your character
1: argumentation i love to argue but i think you tend to learn a lot through confrontation about the person that you're dealing with and about the outcome that can come and sort of makes you i think a better person overall in terms of just dialoguing
0: Question nine, what is your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Tea. And question 10, here we go. So it is the pass or play question. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you could ask me a question. If you play, I ask one last question to wrap up, rabbit fire. So do you want to pass or play? Let's pass. Okie dokie, what's your question?
1: Do you have a favorite football team?
0: Oh, that's a hard one because I'm not a sports person. So I would say the team that is winning.
1: All right. Well, I thought I could catch you, you know, okay. Super Bowl weekends this week. So I thought I might be, you know, <laughs> next week, I thought I might be able to catch you, see what team, what's your favorite team? Okay.
0: So thank you for playing rapid fire, and audience, I hope you learned a little bit more about Jonathan. Now we're going to dive into the meat and potatoes of the conversation, which is Jonathan's faith and him believing in God and also being a triple major in college. You could only imagine the course loads he had, and let's dive into that. So Jonathan, you yeah. had a triple threat there in college. philosophy history, and political science. Why the three of them?
1: Well, I think those three major sort of shape our history, right? It shapes why certain people believe what they believe. It shapes, you know, our political system. It shapes also, you know, history, right? There's a lot of different stories and narratives that you can think of that people have a narrative towards, whether it's within their own culture or someone else's. So, Desiring and pursuing to sort of, you know, dive deep into those majors really made me who I am. Also, of course, philosophy is a level of wisdom. That's what philosophy is. So I definitely enjoy reading, you know, writings from old writers and seeing how they relate to people everyday life living now. So I think it has it's point in this place in terms of how you how much you're willing to embrace and how much you you're willing to throw away right they say you know eat the meat throw away the bone. so I enjoy looking at all of those
0: and where did you go to college
1: University at Albany
0: okay University of Albany so while you were in college and you were studying these three majors did you know Christ then or did you discover Christ while you were going through your studies in college?
1: No, I knew Christ. I was raised Christian for the most part. But I think what these three majors did for me is, for one, my relationship with Christ was actually hinging on my parents' relationship with Christ. In terms of my you know, personal relationship with God, it didn't quite develop yet. Because at the time, at least how my parents taught me and raised me, their values were instilled in me. But to say that my knowledge and understanding of Christ, where it is now from when I went to, was on two different, you know, spectrums on a graph. I would say it wasn't until I started taking philosophy a bit more seriously that I began to realize that some of the idealistical ideas that came out of it or the ideologies that were rooted in some of, People stinking, it started to rain more of a rather of importance to want to know God personally for myself and not through the relationship of my parents. So I would say it was really philosophy and history that really shaped my desire to pursue God in a much deeper and profound way.
0: And I love that you said philosophy and history helped you pursue your personal relationship with God in a deeper way. Because you had views on what your parents taught you and their projection from Christianity onto you. And it wasn't your personal relationship. So I always like to tell people, yes, you can have the horizontal relationship with people and things, but the vertical relationship is how you connect with your creator. And you can talk to God for yourself. You could seek him for yourself. You don't need to go through somebody in order to feel connected with with Christ. And did you ever feel like while you're you were on your quest to develop this personal relationship with God, that you had questions and you may have had some forms of doubts, but you were still seeking to know the answer and just have it revealed to you?
1: Well, the doubts came because I never read God's word, at least in a way that would help unpack some of my questions. So, of course, based upon just the value system that was instilled in me, the basic understanding of God's presence and who he was, was what I knew, you know, the basics that, you know, God loves me. He cares about me. All things work together for those who love the Lord and accord, according to his purpose. Those foundational elements were things that I had a great understanding of. However, in terms of really understanding, how does he love me? How does he love, you know, the world? How is his hands and his efforts and within human history, those are the things I needed to unpack a little bit more and have a greater understanding of, and at least how does you know God's word? How can I apply it to everyday living? You know that was another question I need to find out. Right, the, the problem was there's a lot of books that are written. How do I know that it's Holy Spirit filled? So those were questions that I had. That of course was told to me that comes out of Scripture, but not understanding the complete narrative in terms of the book. And it's in this full completion. That was what was lacking. So in terms of doubt, I mean, philosophy, they ask questions all the time, right? You know, how do you solve the suffering problem? How do you address the existence of God? And I think the problem is is that when you look at God's word in totality, you understand that the Bible is provided to encourage and motivate and inspire believers. Right. So having some sense of belief in God starts there, but then you need a reason, a reason to believe in God. And that's why I think you have the Bible and you have the writers within the Bible that give you that reason, trust to have a more in-depth understanding of God's story and why things are done the way that they are instead of, you know, hearing whatever the wind tells us. Right. So that's something that I was interested in and I wanted to learn and I wanted to know because I've seen things in terms of knowing that God's presence is real, but to understand it in a much more deeper way, that's what I needed to unpack and go on a search and a journey for.
0: Mm, powerful. So many gems said there. And when you think about where you are now and you think about your upbringing, do you ever have a conversation with your parent? your parents to ask them, okay, why did you believe certain things? Or this is what I see from my perspective and my own spiritual journey and quest with God. Do y'all ever have any types of relate, um, relationship questions around those?
1: Well, I think because my parents both grew up in more of the charismatic church, which means there's a lot of, you know, uh, hooping and hollering Holy Spirit driven services. For me, I come at it much more from an intellectual perspective, which is still important, right? Whether the whole conversation in Corinthians about the gifts of the the, uh, the gifts that are provided to us to help us, you know, not only service the church in Ephesians, we, we understand that. But for me, it seemed to me that I was more of trying to understand God from a supernatural experience. And I learned to understand that God has his ways of reaching us in many different ways. That's why I think there's a beautiful understanding that there are some people that are reached that, you know, God can reach through a supernatural experience. There are others that God reaches through an intellectual experience, but I think in the end they work together. Right? So I don't think one supersedes the other, but I do believe God's word is one of the most important foundational things. That we have to put present over a lot of things because through God's word, I believe God sounds exactly what he wrote, right? So because I believe all spirit all scriptures, Holy Spirit filled, I believe God has his impact on the scripture. The question is, how do you apply the scripture? So I think that's the biggest challenge it came to me, is understanding these struggles and these issues that we deal with as individuals. But how can I start to implement it and put it into action and how do I forgive myself, right? How do I embrace who I am as a, you know, human, but at the same time spirit. So there's a lot of things that at least within the question aspect, it's just known that they've gone through life and they have much more wisdom. Right. I believe, I believe the definition of wisdom is the ability to discern and the courage to choose what is beneficial over what is wrongful. So I do believe when it comes to learning to be a better adequate user at least of scripture, those were some of the questions that, that I wanted to ask and get more insight about. So that's like where my questions came from and what was rooted in them.
0: Okay. And that's fair because questions are made to ask. And even though you have some questions does not mean that you're, that you don't have a relationship with God or you're not fully trusting him. I wanted to just share that because we are, we are human beings and we also are or you know spirit beings as well. So another question for you here for someone listening in in the audience or watching us, they may say Genesis and Jonathan, you know, I'm struggling on, you know, developing my own personal relationship and having faith based on life circumstances, what has happened and what I I have seen because if you say this God is amazing, why is he allowing all these bad things to happen? What would you say to that individual listening in or watching the video? Well,
1: there's a couple of verses that kind of sum up and break down that particular thing. So one thing I can think of coming right off rip is so we can start here. The first verse that comes to mind about this is that Jesus said in this life you will face tribulation." Right? That's a very important thing to understand. But he said, be a good cheer for I've overcome the world. So that's an inspiration that Jesus leads with us. Another thing that we have to understand is in the book of James, it says, consider it pure joy when you face trials and tribulations to know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish his work so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If anyone lacks anything, let them ask God who gives generously without finding fault. Very important scripture because considering it pure joy is a very interesting phrase there. But it's also understanding that part of being a a follower of Christ and carrying your cross is understanding that you're carrying Christ's name. And part of that is you're going to be hated. That's why Jesus says, remember, if they hated you, they hated me first. So this understanding that who we are as believers comes with the understanding that living life For Christ comes at a price, which means that because he's carried the physical cross, we also have to carry the cross. Not in the same way in which he did, right? That's a tall task, which is why he was able to do it with his strength and our our own. Now, another verse that comes to me is Romans chapter 5, verse 3 through 5. It says, Consider it, he says, rejoice in our sufferings. Again, a lot of these verses are very hard to sort of understand, but I think over experiencing your walk, it would make more sense, but it says, rejoice in your sufferings because suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because the Holy Spirit's been poured out on us. So there's a very very deep understanding of these verses and it's through your walk in Christ that some of them become to make more sense to you. I also think about this verse where we pay so much attention to John 3, 16, right? God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son. Whoever believed in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. There was a conversation I had not too long ago with a few people, and it speaks about God's favor. And what I explained to them is that on a scale from one to two, we all fall under the scale of God's favor as in one. However, we sometimes don't like to admit that we take ourselves out of God's favor when we don't believe. So that verse in John 3, 16 that says, whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. When people don't believe that, then they're removing themselves from that favor that you automatically have as Proverbs 334 tells us. Right, that God opposes to the proud but shows favor to the humble and oppressed so this embracing and this understanding of suffering and challenges and life is very profound because it's part of the walk it's part of what you're being called to do right another verse is Galatians 6 9 that tells us he says do not become weary in doing good for you will reap a harvest if you do not give up it's that understanding that Farming takes time. Right. It's a process. You go through a period of time of what it looks like to actually see what growth is. Right. And unfortunately, what we tend to do is not understand that through that process of have a plant grows is no different to us. I think of Luke chapter two, verse 52 tells us the same thing. It says Jesus grew and he matured with favor with God and with man. That didn't just happen overnight. He didn't just start his ministry for three and a half years. He grew in favor, not just reading the Old Testament, the Torah, but also in understanding human nature and, and communication. So all of this is a process, nothing that we ask when it comes to success, it's gonna happen overnight. It's a process, and I believe God is a God of process, and we can see that through numerous stories. Second Kings, chapter four. When hey, it hold talks on, about hold the, on one oh, second. Oh yeah, Jonathan. I can go on for a while. I'm so sorry. let's let's
0: pause yeah. there, yeah. so the okay. audience um, can marinate on this, because you dropped a lot of scriptures there. Yeah. But sorry. the overarching no 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 don't be sorry. Oh. The overarching theme is that with time you will start to see the revelation. You will understand why you had to go through various testing, various trials and tribulations. And once you make it through, hence the word breakthrough, yes, it breaks you for a little bit, but you're gonna make it through. And when you make it through to the other side, you look back on the period of reflection and you're able to see why it was conducive that you had to go through what you went through. And I'm sure you may have heard he doesn't give us more than we can bear or that we can handle. However, when we're in the midst of the storm and we're going through the freak show and we're going through, you know, the L's, which are losses that life is throwing at us, we feel like, where is this God at? Like, does he not see me? He sees us, but he is testing us because He wants you to go through a pruning process because whenever you get to a higher level, higher elevation, there's going to be other challenges is that are harder for you. But if you know that he was sovereign when you went through that minute challenge that you thought was huge, you're you're gonna think back and say, if he did it then, he'll do it now. And it also says, if you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, which is a very, very tiny seed, you can move mountains and this is not to just beat the bible beat the word of god over to you it's just to share our revelation knowledge our wisdom and our discernment so if you are interested in seeking the knowledge for yourself You do have somewhat of a foundation, but I always tell people to seek the word of God for yourself versus going to man and woman because man and woman, we are all imperfect individuals trying to become a better version of ourselves and we don't always have it figured out. So I I really wanted to just stress that so you don't see Jonathan here or you don't see me here. Genesis say, oh, they have it all figured out. Because we don't. We're doing life as we go along. Every day, it has its own packages of blessings. It has its own packages of whatever we may be dealing with. But how we react to that is important. So I just wanted to preface that there because some of you may, you know, feel like, oh, my God, I don't have it figured out. Who has it all figured out? I'm sure no one has it all figured out. And if they do, let me know who that person is so I can have them on the podcast because that will be (laughs) A-1. Jonathan, do you agree with any of the commentary that I just mentioned?
1: No, I 100% agree with you. If there's one verse that I can use to sum it up about what you're you're referencing in regards to people that think they have it all together, I believe it's... First Corinthians chapter 10, those who think they know something don't yet know as they ought to know. So in other words, we are, you. I'll put it this way, we are human beings. We live our lives on levels and we arrive in stages, which means all of us have a different place in which we can get to the next stage. There are certain things that we might be going through personally, but you know, the race that you're running, you're running a good race. The the thing that you just have to understand is you have to move at your own pace. So I would say don't envy anyone else, but understand that your time and place in terms of how you're going about things is happening for a particular reason. And I believe God has a way of flashing you and fashioning you and shaping you into the person that you need to be but in order for him to do that you have to go through some of these things because it's what makes you stronger it's what puts you in a place to where god can utilize you and more importantly where he can also use you as a testimony right so i think more importantly just summing up everything that you said it's a process god went through that same process and therefore You shouldn't be ashamed of growth and development because it's part of what makes you, you know, who you are today.
0: Absolutely. Uh And thank you for summing that up. And, you know, I want to ask like some other fun questions here because it's not all strict, strict, strict and rules or rules. We love to have fun, too, as believers in Christ. So what is your music genre that you like? Do you listen to any CHH? So for those of you listening in, that's Christian hip hop, any gospel. What's your go-to um, thing whenever you may have a down day, but you just need to, you know, feel your cup back up?
1: Yeah, so I used to, I did food delivery services where I, I worked for Caviar, I worked for DoorDust, I worked for Uber Eats for 10 years. And in those periods of time, one of the things I used to love to do is I had music, whether it was gospel music, Kirk Franklin, C.C. Weiners, you know, Fred Hammond, these are a lot of old people, you know, Diane McKirklin. Yeah. Those were always great. I'm also an average jazz listener. I know a lot of people are like, uh, but I kind of like jazz as it really tells a story through the, the instruments. It's not as much through verbal. Uh, Hearing, but it's the instruments. And as one who played a few instruments, I can appreciate the art and how music can be brought to life with no sort of verbal expression, but feeling the music within yourself is is definitely something that I enjoy. And from a time to time, my childhood, I don't resent my childhood, right? I was a high school musical watcher, I was a camp rock watcher. So the Disney Channel individuals and in the shows i i still hold on to those to this very day and i still have them on my pandora list so when i feel down or i want to sing i want to do something like that i always unashamed, not shameless plug but i always listen to those and sing along always brings joy to my uh my whatever you know presence i might be feeling so yeah
0: yeah thank you for sharing that and i can resonate with some of those old school uh goodies and then yeah. the new school, like Lecrae, Tadashi, yeah. Andy Miniel. Uh-huh. So my last question before we jump into the CTA, which is a call to action for you, Jonathan, is if you could go back and change one thing in your life, like as a course correction, would you change anything or would you be appreciative of everything that God took you through because it strengthened you?
1: Uh-huh. I think the easy question is to say I would go back. But if I'm being honest, I think what makes me who I am today is some of those tough challenges that God has brought me through. It made me realize that he's real and he's He's, he's proven, to, he's, he's actually revealed himself to me. And to me, if those moments hadn't happened, I'm pretty sure God would still find a way to reveal himself to me. But it's something... I'll say this, there's something about crisis. And I was talking about change earlier and crisis tends to bring out a lot of things you learn, right? I don't know too many people that rejoice and are glad or any reflection over what they've done. That's good. But it's the crisis that sort of makes you go back to the drawing board and reevaluate how I can change and make things better, right? How can I produce some sort of productivity, within those moments that made me feel a way that is forcing me to reflect and, you know, you know, step it up. So I would say no, I think everything so far in life has played itself out for a particular reason. I've encountered certain people for a particular reason and therefore it is nothing I want to change.
0: Beautiful. And I love the thought that you spent articulating it and putting behind that, because it goes to show that everything that you went through was for a reason and a season, and it made you who you are today. Now let's jump into the CTA, which is a call to action. What is your call to action for the audience? And please plug your website here.
1: Yeah, so my call to action is, so I have a podcast called the Truth for the Matters Podcast. I believe there are various truths within the world, but I think there's only one truth, and I believe that, that truth is Jesus Christ. I believe uh, John 4, 16, that he's the way, the truth, and the life, and the only one that can come to the Father except through him. I believe that's a powerful declaration because that's sort of you know, pointing out that, hey, there are a lot of gods within this world. We see this in Corinthians, but there's only one true God. So more importantly, I think my call to action is... One of the ways you can better understand who God is is to read your word. And one of the things we do on our podcast, The Truth for the Matter is, is you look at the word through very, you know, various different lenses. You know, I spoke, she spoke about me majoring in philosophy, history, political science. But there's also sociology, there's also psychology. And I believe that a lot of these different lenses that you see the word through, you know, actually take place in God's word. And I think you seeing that realistically will get you to understand that, hey, this book might have been written thousands and thousands of years ago, but it has this value and its significance. And if you can be able to unpack and realize that, I think you'll go a lot, much of a long way than where you are now. And I think one of the ways we've done, we've done that on the podcast is we look through the Bible through not just the King James version, right? But there's the English standard version. There's the NLT, there's the NIV, there's the Amplified, there's the English standard version, all these different translations, you know, NLT, they have a way of putting it, even a message Bible, they have a way of putting it in a context to address and help people, the masses around the world. And I think that if you, You read the Bible, not just through one lens, but through multiple lenses, you'll see how realistically that there might be a character within the Bible that can relate to you. They might may not have the perfect analogy that lines up, but you can empathize how this situation that they went through is related to your situation. And even though the word of God is about Christ, I do think there are characters that you can share some sort of relation with, and therefore there are some things that are done that you can learn from. And I think through that, I think you'll always you'll always step it up, and your relationship with God can continue to grow and develop and improve than how it starts. And I think it starts with His Word. So Perfect. that's what I call you to do. Yeah.
0: So y'all, you heard it, and if you're interested in hearing more of the truth of the matter, is head on over to Jonathan Drayden's podcast. And Jonathan, do you have a website?
1: Actually, no website. You know, I try to keep it very basic. So I have an Instagram. It's the truth of T-M-I-S. It's the truth of T-M-I-S. There's also an email. You can reach me. I'm pretty, you know, responsive to that. It's S S as in Sam, P as in play, E as in elevated, E as in uh, elephant d as in dog e as in elevator d as in dog 83 at gmail.com and i'm also you know will respond to that and then i also have a facebook group it's called i'm a believer and we usually put up one verse a day that can sort of you can meditate on reflect on and i'm pretty sure it can be used as an asset and improvement for you in your personal life so yeah that's kind of pretty much how you can reach me very basic system yeah
0: perfect y'all so we got the instagram we got the email, and his Facebook group, all of this information will be in the show notes. So I want to thank you, Jonathan, for coming in. Audience, once again, it's Jonathan Drayton. I will have all of his contact info in the show notes. And make sure you like, comment, follow, and subscribe to the podcast. We're on 40 plus audio platforms. And the video is on our YouTube channel. You can find that by going to GEMS with Genesis Amarius Kemp. And lastly, but not least, if you want to be a listener supporter, you want to be a brand ambassador, because it does take monetary resources to fuel the mission and movement, feel free to reach out to me to learn how to do so. And I want to thank each one of you for coming into the community, being a supporter, and supporting the movement and the mission to bring content that's educational inspirational and motivational while also weaving in DEI and B, which is diversity equity inclusion and belonging because it does take all of us coming together to make this world a better place so with regards to that peace love and lots of blessings have yourself an amazing day and remember you're an all-star you were created on a purpose for a purpose so walk in your truth